right. Hey, good morning. You know, uh, you look so happy and generous today. I want to talk to you about building or creating a generous culture. Wouldn't it be great if we lived in a generous culture where everybody was just giving? Our, our economy is built on buying and selling. But the economy of God is built on giving and receiving. Last week, I talked about yung common fear patungkol sa giving. Yung common fear is that if I give more, I'll have less. But we learned that that's not really true. If I give more, I don't have less because it's coming back. It comes back in various formats. Pwedeng bumalik sa atin in the form of what, what we sow. It can come back more than we sow. Of course, there's time. It comes back after. Pero God has this law sa buong universe na what you sow, you will reap. So it's coming back. You don't diminish when you give. You expand. Proverbs chapter 11 says that the world of the generous just keeps getting larger and larger. But the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Pinugusapan natin last week was about being a being a a giver not just of money but of many things in our lives. We need to look around in our world, sa, sa, sa bahay, you know, sa work, school, wherever you go, and be observant sa mga needs, sa mga problems. Yung sabi ng ni Jesus, the great one is the one who serves. You be a problem solver. You meet needs. You find the vacuum and fill it, the voids, and you fill it. That's a culture that God wants us to live in. An influential culture na kung saan tayo ay light and salt of the world. Uh, you are not generous because you gave in 2004. You know, you can, it's generosity is a lifestyle, an attitude. It's not an event or an action that we do. Generosity is a way of thinking. You know, you're not what you do occasionally. You're what you do consistently and regularly. And as God transforms our negative, fearful thinking into uh, positive, into biblical core values, then we have a generous culture. Generosity ay hindi mapapa sa atin by accident. No one is accidentally generous. No one is born generous. No one is born a natural giver. This has to be learned. We have to be aligned. We have to be taught not to hold on to things so tightly. Sina sadya ito. And it's a key mark. Isa sa mga sinyas na ikaw ay isang tunay na disipulo ni Kristo na ikaw ay nagbibigay, ikaw naglilingkod, hindi madamot, hindi stingy, hindi fearful, na kailangan kong, ano, tago to, hawakan ko, sa akin, akin lang to. That is a sign that you're afraid. It's a sign you haven't received the love and the assurance from your Father. 
Sabini Jesus, you know, look at the birds. They don't worry. The Father feeds them. You know, when you have a need, sabi, sow a seed. And we are blessed. Naniniwala ka ba na you are blessed? You're blessed with a purpose. You're blessed for an, a, a reason. It's to be a blessing. It's to sow generosity. Friends, listen. Generosity. I, I want you to na- naisin mo, desire a generous culture for yourself, for your family, for our church. Desire cult- because a culture of generosity is the seed that we sow into the world. God desires us to change the world. To influence the world. And Christians don't change the world by condemning the world. Christians will not change the world by pointing out all of the things that are wrong in the world. Mali yan, kasalanan yan, yung kanyan, dapat palitan yung government like this and like that. We're not going to change the world in a political way or in a forceful or condemning in a religious way. We change the world through generosity. Just like we were changed by God's generosity. For God loved the world that He gave. The very next verse was, He didn't come to condemn, but to save. So generosity changed us, and it's God's battle plan to transform the world by giving. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 says, Let's not get tired. Wag tayo magsawa in doing good. Or pwedeng sabihin, let's not get tired of being generous. At the right time, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. And masasabi ko lang, generosity is contagious. Did you know that? You know, sa aming family, pag Christmas time, ngayon, sinasabi natin, wag na na tayo magbigay ng gifts. Wag na gift-gift exchange na lang. Let's just go on a cruise. So ang family namin sa US, when we get together. We just spend our money instead of buying gifts. We just all go have fun together on a Mexican cruise or something, you know. But nong sinauna, when one person gives a gift, everybody starts, well, me too. I want to give a gift too. And so it becomes a generous, uh, you know, momentum. Or when one person says, ako na lang magbabayad sa dinner natin. Paunahan na. And they start inaagawan na yung Bill, no, let me pay for it. No, let me pay for it. Generosity can build. I know in the culture of the Philippines, you don't usually do that. You know? Pagadyan na yung bill na, magsi-CR na. But I tell you, we can create a culture of generosity. But it's not accidental. Ito ay sinasadya. And it starts with the children of God who carries the DNA of God. God is a giver. God is generous. Do you believe that? And if you were born of God, it's not surprising. It's 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 logical that his nature, his divine nature is implanted into you. So if he is generous, it only is right, it only is logical that you have a seed 
the DNA of generosity in you. You just have to retrain your thinking to overrule the negativity, the fears, the bad culture, the past hurts and suspicions, to just overrule that, get retrained, reprogrammed. And I believe the seed of God's divine nature, His generosity, will activate in each one of us. You get out of the tricycle and you say, keep the change. You know, yeah, you don't, yeah, imagine, dumating ka dito sa SFCC, nakikipag-away pa sa piso. So, dyan kanyan ba ang Kristiyano? No, no, you'll say here, you know, God bless you. you know? Diba? So, you know, we can establish a culture of generosity in many ways. Now, I want to talk about your breathing. <laughs> I know you have good breath today, but I want to talk about not just physical breathing, but spiritual, listen to me, spiritual circulation. Everything that is living is giving. Circulation in blood you know, if, if the blood stops circulating on your foot or hand, it will die. It, it, if it gets dismembered, cut off, you know, it, 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 wala nang circulation. And ganon din sa plants or any living thing. Everything that stops circulating dies. Everything that is living is giving out. Kaya ang tawag doon sa Dead Sea... Dead Sea. Kasi wala siyang output. Tanggap siya ng tanggap ng waters flowing from other sources, pero wala siyang ibinibigay. It's the lowest part of the earth. So the Dead Sea has no plant, no living nothing. Because it doesn't give out anything. Now, ikaw, ako, if we're not giving, life is stopping. Circulation Stops. Okay, take a deep breath right now. Can you just take a really deep breath? All right, now you hold it. I'll keep talking, but you hold it. Hold it. Come on, you hold it. A little bit longer. Just wait. Hold it. Hold it. Okay, everybody's starting to get red. All right. And feels a little uncomfortable. Uh-huh. All right, now release. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. That is how we are designed to function. Take in. Give out. Bring in. Receive. Give out. Turn to your neighbor and give them a big breath of air. No, just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Don't do that. But if you're not, if you're not, now that's physical air, but if you're not giving of your own life, your spirit, if you're not giving out, then you'll be holding in 
who you are and what you have, what would happen to you if you don't circulate? What would happen to you if you just receive and receive and you're always on the recipient side of things and you just grab and take? And, you know, if, if that was physical, build up, you know, toxins would collect inside of you. It would build up. And spiritually, if we don't give, if we don't have a culture, a lifestyle, an attitude of giving of ourselves, then what will happen is we'll build up poisons in our soul. Suspicions grow. Uh, fault finding starts to develop in our thinking. Criticisms build up. And we become spiritually toxic. We become unnatural. And actually, we start to lose that life. God wants us to circulate. Everybody say circulation. And this is true for individuals, as an individual. But it's also true for families. It's true in a marriage. Give. Receive, you know, breathe in, receive, tongue up, and give. Receive from the Lord, give to the world. Receive God's love, give God's love. You know, receive blessings to be a blessing. It's true for a church. And that is how we change the world through a culture, a lifestyle of generosity. I pray. That as I speak about giving and generosity, you will not listen to the voice of the devil. Ah, this is about money, blah, blah, blah. No, no. I pray that you will desire. Even if you're, even if you're not practically, you know, generous. Even if you, 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 you have to admit, uh, I'm quite self-centered. I, I got my problems and I have my needs. But I pray that you will at least begin to desire. Be that kind of person that God is to be a generous giver. And I want to give you four ways this week and probably next week I'll give more. But four things and four ways that you can be generous and kickstart a culture of generosity. And the first way is by being generous with gestures and expressions. Gestures and expressions. Everybody give me, please, give me a smile. All right, so that's a gift. Thank you for that generous smile. Thank you for those abundant teeth. Thank you for that. Yeah. You know, an expression or a gesture, it could be, it could be as simple as a facial expression. Eye contact, that's a gift. Thank you for that. Thank you. It's a gift that you give to someone. It's what you put out there when you give a wave. You know, when you give a power boom, a high five, a nod. Sa, sa aming makapatid, we grew up, you know, we're kind of a little bit cool. So our gestures was like this. You know, we, we used to do that. When I see my brothers, they don't say hi. I don't we just go. Yeah, and, but that was that was a, a, an affection in our home. 
And uh, now we do hugs. You know, we do a lot of hugging. But a thousand words can be communicated with just a generous gesture. It can lift a person's mood. It can encourage. It can send out a, a blessing, a joy to others. And sometimes you might see me with a blank stare. You know, I'm just, Tim, Tim. But, you know, of course, many think times that we are in deep thought. But we got to take a break sometimes and just be give, giving generously of our facial expressions. You know, sometimes when you just pass by the security guard or the person checking out your, I mean, lalagay mga bag, groceries sa bag, you can just smile. You can just pat on the back. A gesture is not so expensive. And yet, maraming malaki ang value. I mean, think about how people feel accepted when you just give them a pat on the back. You know, I mean, a high five is like, especially when it makes that, you know, that sound like, oh, come on, I'm going to do it right. No, no, ouch. I like that sound, you know. And, and when that happens, it communicates, I accept you. You're valuable. You know, I, 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 I like you. A gesture, a smile can just communicate that I like you. Be careful, you know, what you say. <laughs> but it can communicate a lot. And what if, what if you came to SFCC and everybody was just serious? Praise the Lord, brother. Praise the Lord. What if, what if, what if everybody was just serious and we came to worship and we all just hold up our hymnals, our book, or we used to have that, you know. We used to have that, so. And everybody just, no expression, no gestures. And then, what if I came and I just stood right here in my own square? Open your Bibles to John chapter 6, and, you know, you would be bored, right? You would feel, this is a bo I don't belong here. This is depressing. This is sad, right? So, we are an expression-filled church. Welcome to an expression-filled zone. And that is not unnatural. Now, maybe the first time na dumating ka sa SFCC at nakita mo yung mga tao na tumatalo, nagtataas ang kamay and clapping, maybe you freaked out and you thought, what is this? It's just nanibago ka. But the truth is, there's nothing abnormal about that. When the king is in the house, it's the natural thing to do. This is why we worship the way we do. In fact, it's unnatural to be expressionless. The king comes. You know, if we all went to the king of pop, if we all went to a Michael Jackson concert or something, you would be out of the normal if you just sat there like this. You know, the people, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you go to watch uh, Manny Pacquiao, or a, a basketball championship. There are expressions everywhere. And it's normal. 
Nobody looks at the, what, you fans? Why are you jumping up? Be quiet. You, no one feels that they're doing something unusual or weird. Or no one says they're fanatics. Of course, we like we like to watch boxing. You know, when Manny Pacquiao punch out, then we jump and we cheer. When the king is in the house, we are worshiping how we do because it's normal. And we're generous in our expressions because he was generous to us. So, um, you know, have you ever seen the way people uh, talk to babies? They use a lot of expressions. Come on, Janine, give us a, a demonstration of a Filipina cute attack on a baby. Okay, no need. All right. Give us a demonstration. This is a Filipina cute attack on a baby. She's having a cute attack. Oh, man, you're not supposed to tell that. But, you know, the, the voice changes and the, the face starts to do things. You know, you know, and just extreme expressions, extreme gestures. Why? And, and well, because, you know, but how come when we're adults, you know, why, why Janine doesn't treat, she doesn't greet me like that every morning. You know why? You know, good morning, Pastor. You know, she doesn't do that. As we get older, we start to become stingy. You know, we start to become uh, so reserved. But what I'm trying to say is we can give more expressions. It's a generous thing. Now, you might say, you might say, well, I'm not in the mood. Ayoko na maging, you know, parang kunyari happy ako when, when my mood doesn't, you know. But listen, here's my point. You don't have to always express your mood. A mood is just a mood. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. A mood. We all have moods. I'm moody. And your mood, but you don't have to always show your mood. In fact, what you can do is be generous, override your mood with a generous expression, and let your expressions lead the way so that your mood becomes a follower rather than the driver. You don't want your mood to be driving you. Your mood needs to submit to what is right. So overrule your moods with the generous expression. Second way we can be generous <coughs> is in judging. In judging, in our judgments with other people. Colossians 3.13 says, Make allowances for each other's faults. Forgive anyone who offends you and remember the lord forgave you ephesians 4 20 uh, 4 2 always be humble and gentle be patient with each other make allowances for each other 
James 1.19, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Alam mo, kadalasan, we pass judgments on people too fast, too quickly. You know, agad-agad, yung unang thought na pumasok sa isip mo, ay, ganyan siya. Or mayroon kang narinig. I can't believe she did that. Well, you don't even have all the facts. You start making your conclusions kaagad. And harsh judgments come from wrong assumptions. Nag-a-assume na ganito, ganyan, and you don't even clarify or pray. This just yung parang impulse lang. Impulse speed. And then you start making a conclusion. And that's very dangerous. Because tanong, have you ever judged someone? Later to find out you were actually wrong. And minsan hindi maiwasan na yung first thought na kusa lalabas yan sa ating kaisipan. But again, you don't have to stuck, be, be, be stuck on the first thought. Generosity means you replace the first judgmental thought with a generous thought. A healthier thought. That's why it's called giving the benefit of the doubt. That's a generous thing we do in judgment. Give the benefit. You just say, whoa, let me replace my thoughts. Maybe, hindi yan ang ibig sabihin niya. Maybe yung pag hindi niya na text back, baka ganito. And you just give allowances. Instead of making conclusions. Pag nakita mo ako, you don't just immediately say he's unfriendly. Eh, di mo alam what's happening. I'll give you an example through a drama of a harsh judgment na hindi sa kanila lahat ang mga facts. Okay, so watch this uh, drama. Wow, ay lakas ng loob. Bakit ka ang nag 
Okay, guys, thank you. Have you ever been wrong in your initial judgment? Sa pala ang cookies. Gets you ba? So that's why we need to be generous in judgments. Because we're often wrong. We're often the one... You know, Jesus said it this way, do not judge or you too will be judged. Don't go around, you know, concerned and uh, critical about the piece of dust in the other person's eye. And while at the same time you have a piece of wood stuck in your own eye. So choose to focus on the positive. Give the benefits of the doubt. All right? So this is ways to be generous. And two more ways quickly to be generous is one with your your time. You can be generous with your time and presence. Ano mong presence mo palang this morning, generous ka sa akin. Kasi ako ay nabibless na andi dito ka. Pagkisabi sa katabi mo, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. You know, the word sa Bible, the word fellowship actually means sharing your life. Sharing. It means you're giving, you're doing life with other people. Alam mo yung oras natin is a, it might be small, a very small fraction, but actually ang oras mo is a part of your life. Kasi kung ang buhay mo is 90 years, then you can do math and find out how how many percent of my life is this one hour or this two hours? 
And when you give that time to someone, you're giving them a little bit of your life, right? And that's a generous thing to give. Oras mo. That's why uh, we are called to be generous with our time and coming to church. When we come to meet uh, Hebrews 10.25, it says don't neglect that, but keep on gathering together, encouraging each other. Kaya may mga small groups. That's why we have cell groups. So that we are generous with our time. Alam mo, lalo na sa cell group, pag hindi ka pumunta, affected. Parang imp- a little bit more impoverished ang tribo mo. But when you're there, it enriches your tribe. It enriches other people. It's your presence palang matters. That's why we have our uh, QR codes. You know, when we scan in. Because every present person counts. Matters. Presence mo, that's generous. That's why after the service, we go to huddle. We have huddles. Because it's like, okay, okay, you're here. Yeah. But it makes everyone feel like they receive something by your time. You you showing up is a generous gift to others. The most selfish mindset you can have is not showing up where you belong or where you matter, where you are celebrated, loved, and wanted. And when you don't show up, that's a selfish withholding of yourself. But when you say, well, tinatamad ako, but I just want to be generous anyway. Alam mo, maski hindi ka nagsasalita, you know, maski na wala kang, wala, hindi wala ka sa program or what, but just showing up is a generous thing. Giving your time. You know, just be there for me. And I'll be here every week for you. Basta I'm in the Philippines, I'll be here. You know, I'm going to choose to live intentionally, connecting with others. Sa SFCC, ang culture is come early, stay late. Why? Because we're extravagant givers. We have a culture of generosity. Kung come late, leave early, that's a little bit on the stingy side. Let us have more of you. Can we not come late, leave early? Let us have more of you. Let us receive your presence more and enjoy knowing you and talking to you. And number four is being generous with our words of encouragement. Our words of encouragement or affirmation, you know, words. Proverbs 16.24 says, gracious words. Grace means giving, a gift. Gracious words are like a honeycomb. Sweetness to the soul and health to our body. Ephesians 4.29, do not let unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but let everything you say be good and helpful, beneficial, so that it's an encouragement to those who listen. Colossians 4, verse 5 and 6 says, let your conversations 
always be full of grace, generosity. Let it all let your conversations be on the giving side. You know, um, let me say something in this conversation that will uplift. Hindi yung puro conversation natin, chismisan, siraan, you know, complaining. Let's have conversations that are generous, that are grace-filled. It says here, they're seasoned with salt. So that you can know how to answer everyone. Maski sila nagsimula na, galing sa kanila yung reklamo, but you can answer back with a counter that brings it around to something generous. Something life-giving. Encouragement means you put courage into. If you encourage me, that means you put courage in me. Well, if that, what, is, what does discourage mean then? It means you drained my courage. So don't be a courage drain. Be a courage giver. An encourager. You know, my wife Bambi always compliments me. I look every day. She says, "Oh, you look so handsome. You know, you're so you know." And you know, I'm starting to believe her. <laughs> she started say says it every day. So she's putting courage and confidence in me. plumbing and I'm not so good with these kind of things. More technical, carpentry, plumbing. You know. The wrong tools, and I don't know how it works. And when I put it all back, mga parts But I was working on the plumbing, trying to fix something. And she comes along. She says, "Go, go, go, honey! You're a champion. You can do it." You know. And I was a, I was about to give up. I said, "I don't want to. You know, let's just buy a new house. I don't want this. You know." Just, and and yet she was just encouraging me. And you know that that courage. It makes a difference. It, 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 it helps me. And that's what words can do. They can build and help. Or they can destroy and discourage. Ephesians, uh, Hebrews 3.13 says, Encourage each other every day while you have opportunity to do so. And if you do this, here's the output. Here's the result. If you do this, come on, read it with me. If you do this, None of you will be deceived by sin and become stubborn. Wouldn't that be great if our culture, a culture in your house, a culture in our church, is that no one gets deceived by sin and no one becomes stubborn. Words can achieve that. Encouraging words, God-filled words, words of life and hope. The Bible says in Ephesians 5, speaking the truth in love. Our mouth ha- is, is spewing out a grace-truth blend. Grace and truth. Speaking truth, but with love. Encouragement. Compliments. You just say, hey, good job. I believe in you. I'm proud of you. Encouragement declares a person's identity in Christ. You know, hindi naman poros you have to describe the current scenario. You don't always have to describe in details the current. What you can also do is learn to prophesy of what God will do. You see, 
there are levels of encouragement. There are levels. It starts with a thanks. You say thank you. Then it goes, you, you, you graduation donors, it becomes a compliment. I like your hair. I like the way you do it. You're good. You're happy. Then it goes to praise. You know, a little bit more glorious form of compliments. Then you end up in curi- uh, appreciation. Then it goes to encouragement. And then a, a really high level is prophecy. We're already prophesying. You're speaking into existence things that may not even yet be a reality. You call, uh, I think I topic, the topic we had before was likhain mo sa pagtawag mo. It says in Proverbs 15.23, an appropriate answer brings joy to a person and a well-timed word is a good thing. Okay, in conclusion here, we got four ways. Is this practical? Magagawa ba ito? Four ways to be generous and to create generous culture with your gestures and expressions. It might seem like a small thing. Oh, I always hear that, you know, don't worry, just smile, be happy. No, overpower your mood. And don't let your mood lead the way. Let your gestures lead the way. You know, actually your mood will change if you put smile on your face and put gestures and hug and you start giving because it's coming back. When you give a smile, I promise you'll get more than you give. You only have one mouth, right? So you can only give one smile, but you give that one smile, it's coming back. You'll get more than you give. And you'll get after you give, but you're going to get smiles. So it's coming back. So you, you, you invest with your gestures. Invest in relationships. Be generous with gestures. Be generous pagdating sa mga judgments. Don't be so, you know, tight-fisted. You know, that's my conclusion. I saw, I heard, I know what she did. You, know, you don't know. You don't know their shoes. You don't know what they've been through. Give allowance. Give benefit of doubt. Give tolerance. Hold back on judging so harshly, on making assumptions about people. Because you know what? We can do this because that's how God did to us. Gestures? He gave this big gesture to us. Gestures? You know, his arms were open wide. Jesus smiles on you. I can prove to you that Jesus was anointed with joy because children gravitated to him. Children climbed on him, wanted to be around him. And you cannot convince a child to go near a person that's not happy. Right? Children don't just go to strange men who look serious all the time. That's a proof. Children love to go on to Jesus. They push through and want to be with him. Why? Because he played with them. He had fun with them. He was happy. And that joy, the Bible says he was anointed with joy. That joy is planted in us, in our spirit. And yung judgment, Jesus doesn't judge us. He came to redeem us. Scripture says that He doesn't deal harshly with us. Hindi niya, pagtrato niya sa atin is not ayon sa ating deserve. No, 
he withhold judgment. He withheld. He, he has a long suffering. His mercies are new every morning. He's slow to get angry. Abounding in gracious love. Sa time. Naniniwala ka ba na God has time for you? Huh. Yeah, He's available. 24-7. His presence, His time and presence, He's there all the time. He's just waiting. And when you finally want to talk to Him, He's got time for you. And how about His words? He said, I love you with an everlasting love. He said, you know, you just need to love each other. Be generous loving each other as I have been generous in loving you. As the Father loved me, Sabini Jesus, one, four, three. As the Father has loved me, I love you. He says the words. He told Peter, you're a rock, man. You're a rock. You can do it. You're going to be restored. You're a champion. You know, that's how the Lord has called us. You're more than overcomers. You're more than conquerors. You always triumph. And so those words of generosity, the time, it's all that Christ is so generous to us. Last verse is Titus 3, verse uh, 5 to 8. It says, Jesus did not restrict his generosity towards us. Do you see that? Wala basan on you? All right, read it with me. Jesus didn't restrict his generosity towards you. He exchanged our wrong for his right and gave us his Holy Spirit to walk with us, counsel, comfort, and teach us, and gave us an inheritance in his family. Puro gave, 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 gave. He's a giver. His Holy Spirit. And so, because we've received, Sabini Jesus, freely you have received. Freely give. I want to see a generous culture in us as individuals, as a, as a church, as in your families. Let's change the world through radical, Jesus-filled, uh, Jesus-inspired generosity. Receive much from Him. Receive His grace and then be gracious to others. How many of you want to be generous? Lift up your hands. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare generous spirit in this house. I pray, Lord, that every selfish motive, every selfish thought, every attitude of grabbing, hoarding, holding on, every suspicious thought, negative, fearful, worried thought. You break that by the power of Jesus. I pray you replace judgmentalism. You replace uh, uh, negative criticism, blame, complain. You replace that with generous words. Lord, a generous showing up of our time. Lord, not always... um, you know, tinatamad, not always holding back, but Lord, to just be present, the gift of presence, like you were present for us, always present, always there, Jehovah Shammah, and I pray in the name of Jesus that you just cause us to be grace givers, overflowing the grace you've given us, to be full of expression, 
full of letting the joy of the Lord lead the way with our facial expressions and our nonverbal communication. Lord, manifest. Let your, let your joy manifest on us. Let the glory of the Lord shine upon us so that when people see us, they say, wow, that's an enthusiastic person. That's a God-filled person. They will see our good works and give glory to our Father in heaven. We thank you, Jesus, for all you've done. Amen and amen. All right, God bless you, generous givers. You're a generous person. You're generous. You're a big giver. Amen. I'm a big giver.